This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello and thanks for tuning in. I am that nerd dad, Joe Williamson. I appreciate you stopping by for a short 15 it's now become 30 to 40 minute visit. They just keep getting longer, don't they? Um, I can't help it. I'm having fun with the interviews. And uh, I'll be honest, so are you. The The response to the interviews has been um, phenomenal. So I cannot thank you enough for that. And as a result of that, I'm going to flip the show going forward. So when I have a guest, I'm going to lead with the guest. And then... I'll get to kind of some hot topics and my shit you may have missed. So that's going to start today because I, I I got a good one. I got snarky mommy 78. Uh, why 78? I don't know. I didn't ask her in the interview. I didn't want to, didn't want to go down that road, but we're going to throw to that. It's awesome. She's fantastic. We have some really great banter about parenting and the stresses and how we dislike those perfect Instagram parents. Um, so uh, I'm going to throw to that. Then, then I've got some shit you may have missed. Including John Krasinski joining the DC Universe. Two bits of Keanu news. Uh, and, uh, and, and a little thing about cheating on your wife or spouse. Let me, cheating on your spouse. It's a, it's a, it's a spicy one. So stay tuned for that. Before we get into the interview, I just ask every uh, every time, please, wherever you're listening or watching this, hit subscribe. There's probably a subscribe, a follow uh, button. Hit that. And now we'll get on with the show. Once I figure out where my button is, there it is. Let's do this. Are you listening? Damn. Uh. Hello, everyone, and thanks for joining today. I have, well, you'll probably know her best as SnarkyMommy78 on Twitter and Instagram. I know her as Gretel. Gretel, thank you so much for joining. Thank you for having me. I appreciate your time today. Uh, look, you, you probably recognize Gretel and SnarkyMommy78 and that iconic logo of yours um, from BuzzFeed, Huffington Post, and a few other publications. You're regularly featured as kind of Funniest tweets from moms, funniest, funniest tweets from parents. Um, that's got to make you feel good. <laughs> it's pretty It's pretty nice, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the validation is nice, I'm not going to lie. Well, because a lot of people just tweet into the ether and don't yeah. get picked up by publications. Yeah. So this yeah. must, like the first yeah, time it the, happened. Yeah, I mean, Huffington Post is, is, is amazing and the Today Show and all that stuff is, is great. I mean, that's all, like, the way I see it is that's all bonus, you know? Um, I, I love tweeting. I love being able to like, just share like my crazy stuff that happens and in my own way. And then if people, the fact that people relate to it is amazing. And the fact that I get like, you know, interactions and people saying, Oh, I'm, you know, I feel this way too. Or like, Oh, my son does this too, or whatever. It, it, it's, it's good. It's like, it's like therapy. <laughs> it feels like therapy. Um, I'm so, going to jump on that point. So yeah. when you and I were, were kind of 
discussing back and forth um, through uh, DMs. Uh, I, I asked you, what are you passionate about? Like, what would you want to talk about? And I'm, I'm going to read your response because okay. I loved it. Uh, you said, I'm passionate about normalizing all the crap we go through in parenting. Before Twitter, a lot of what I felt and dealt with felt like it was just me. And Twitter helped me realize all of this is pretty universal. Probably sounds cheesy, but knowing you're not alone helps so much. Um, and I just like, that's off the, that's off the top of your head. That is a, a, a natural, authentic human response. And I loved it so much. Um, and you're immediately going right into that, which is like, I like, I like helping. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's just how it, that's how it feels to me. Like the fact that, I mean, I've made some really amazing friends on here on Twitter, um, and now on Instagram. Um, but just the fact that, and 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 it, Huffington Post and all that stuff they were saying is, is amazing, but that's all kind of bonus for me. Like I feel like just being able to feel like like I'm not alone in this, and helping others feel like they're not alone. Like just the fact that, like I said, I know it sounds cheesy, but just saying, just having people say like, "Oh, I, I relate to this so much," is is selfishly. It feel it's like therapy. Like it feels like it's amazing, but it also it also it's. I mean, it's therapy. I'm, you know, it just, it feels like it's validating. It feels, um, it's, it's good to know that you're not alone. I mean, I don't know how else to, to <laughs> it, look, it, it's one of the reasons why I started doing this podcast as well is, yeah. um, I feel like it, it helps to get the additional voices out there. I also feel yeah. like, um, the, 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 the Twitter, um, and your particular brand of humor runs counter to the Facebook and like perfect Instagram mom. Um, with all due respect, I look at your background, it's chaos. And I love it because that's a real background. Right? It is. <laughs> right? That it is, is that like mine is mine is kind of curated because I do this on a weekly basis. And also I evicted the two-year-old who was living in this bed. He's now I was gonna say I see room. a crib in back of there. Yeah, there was a two-year-old in that like a month ago. Uh I evicted his ass and now this okay. is my office and that's, I'm keeping the green. I'm keeping the monkey. I don't care. Maybe we'll yeah, have a not? third, right? We are, yeah. we're, we're, you know, we're talking about it. Um, yeah. But I love that what you do kind of runs counter to that polished, Oh, motherhood is beautiful and everything. No, I can't be happy. do that. Yeah. <laughs> even, even, even some days I'm like, I have something, even when I have like something really sweet to say about one of my kids, I can't even, I can't, I'm, that's just not my personality. I can't turn it into like, you know, he said this, I, it's like, I can't even say it. I mean, I, of course I get like sentimental and stuff like that, but I can't, it's, it's not my personality to be like, that's so sweet. And like, I have, and just like, leave it at that. I have to turn it into something snarky because that's just how I am. And I can't, and also because it just feels like nothing is perfect and nothing feels, nothing feels, it doesn't, motherhood is messy. Motherhood is, parenthood is, 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 is crazy. And, and, chaotic and and sometimes really just nasty and gross and an awful feeling and and I don't I I f I would feel like a complete fake you know like just being like my daughter pooped on the floor but it was so magical because you know what I mean like no like that's all of it sucks and and my I mean I'm sure you know this is something that I'm sure people that follow me know. I hate, hate, hate when people tell me to cherish 
things to oh, cherish. I hate that shit too. Oh, does that piss me off? Oh my god, that's <laughs> like I've written tweets about it, posts on Instagram. Like it's like my least favorite thing. Like I, if I could write a book, probably that would be what it would be about. Not like don't tell me to cherish this shit. Don't don't because <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I of course like I I love my kids and I you know I am you know when I see pictures of them when they were little like all of that like brings me like oh like it's so cute whatever but there's a lot of stuff that you can't cherish and you shouldn't and I shouldn't be made guilty I shouldn't be made to feel guilty for not cherishing it I think you you actually just stumbled upon the title uh which is uh I love my kids but (laughs) like that that's the title of your book of course I love my kids but and you know what that's also something that comes up a lot because a lot of people are like you know uh like they start off as saying I love my kids but and like there's so much talk about how we shouldn't have to say, I love my kids. kids. Like, it's assumed. <laughs> right. Like, and a lot of times I'll have people say, you know, you shouldn't be tweeting about your kids like this, like blah, blah, blah. Don't you, you, it, it sounds like you don't love them. You're a terrible mother. Like, I mean, if I, first of all, how dare you? Like, you know what I mean? But I mean, you, I don't, you I don't can say it on the show. Them. You can say, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. yeah fuck like, fuck off. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, but also like, if I didn't love them, if I didn't, first of all, I wouldn't be doing that. You, you think I'd put this much effort into like talking about my kids. If I didn't love them, I'd be like, I don't know, off somewhere in Barbados. You'd be indifferent. You'd be totally indifferent. Right. If you didn't give a shit. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, of course. Exactly. No, that's exactly. It. And, and look, I, I had a moment last night where I yelled at my five-year-old. He just wasn't listening. Six now. I just yelled at him and I felt terrible afterwards. I was like, oh yeah. shit. It was one of those moments where you know you've lost your cool yeah. for one second and you're like, oh man. And then you're trying to spin it and you talk to them and and then at night when I was putting him to bed, he held my hand and I'm not going to lie, full oh. teardrop. Yeah. Right? Because I was like, ah, oh, god damn it. A way to make me feel worse, kid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I already feel guilty. Now I feel super guilty. Right, right, right. But how can I cherish that moment? How can I cherish that moment? I cherish yeah, the afterwards, but we're, we're human. Right. We make mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those are the worst moments. Oh my God. But they get you, don't they? They get oh, you. Yes. Oh my God. So That's you so have a, you have a, a boy 12. I wrote it down. As I for do. our pre-chat, I wrote it down. Yeah. <laughs> you have a boy have a 12, boy 12 and a girl and, five. And, and yeah, and she's five. And, and she's go ahead. five going on. 25 five one i mean she's like a preteen already you know no i mean she's 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 very intense and very uh she has a very strong character and she's she's like i this is how it is and this is how it and like and she thinks she can run the world i mean she probably will run the world (laughs) she's very very opinionated and everything's you know so uh, my husband and I joke, I don't know how we're going to survive her preteen or teenage years because she's already, this is already how she is. Oh, no. Yeah. So it's, it's it's fun. The boy-girl <laughs> thing. Uh, was your son like that? Like, have you noticed the difference no, between raising seen... the two coming up? What? Like, between the two, you know, when your boy was five. No, Was he, he was, like he this was... at all? No, he was, he's much more, he's um much more he's very snarky and sassy with me. And like, he's got like an amazing sense of humor, but he's, and he's intense in a lot of ways, but no, he was, he was easier. Um, he was definitely easier growing up. And in, in some ways, 
not as easy, you know what I mean? But it, it was different, very different. She, really? there's something about, I don't know if it's a girl thing or if it's just how she is, her personality, but she is, she's intense. Is that you or is that your husband's influence? The intensity? That's probably me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you described the, the, your son as snarky. Which is your snarky he, mommy? Because he's, he's got my sense of humor. He definitely okay. has. He he and I joke like I I say I say to my husband like that's his love language is just like being snarky with me, which I kind of love. You know, that's I mean, adorable. Sometimes it's it's a little much, but he but he'll just like <laughs> like we'll just like be sarcastic with each other, and it's like that's just how he he doesn't he you know he's twelve he doesn't say he loves me, but like like I'll be like I love you I love you, and like his big thing is to say I love you too ish. <laughs> I tweeted I about did. that one at one point. That now he says that that's just how he says he, he's like love you too ish. Oh, like how I write it in cards. Like if he ever writes me a card, I'll be like I love you ish. Um, because <laughs> like he can't he can't just like you know say I love you because it's not, not cool. You no, can't say that when you're twelve, you can't say that to your mom. Gross. No. And like he God. won't let me kiss him or hug him or anything like that. But like but like he'll like you know like be playful with me, and that's how he shows he loves me. You know, that's like, the affection. I, yeah exactly. yeah my my mom was a human punching bag because we just snarky sarcastic and uh the fact yeah. that she put up with it meant that she loved us <laughs> i think so yeah i mean of course i get mad at him sometimes i'm just like what you're talking to your mother not you cross the line <laughs> yeah like people say things that are so inappropriate sometimes and i'm like i'm not your 12 year old friend what are you doing but but it's you know it's hard to draw the line sometimes all right we're but i'm gonna I'm going to pivot here. I'm going to, yeah. I'm going to make a hard, hard, hard let's pivot. call it a left turn. Okay. Uh, both your kids are vaccinated. They are well, 12, yeah. fully vaccinated. Five has got one dose. I'm jealous yeah. because they just like, I'm in Toronto. Um, mm-hmm. The, the, the vaccines for kids just showed up in Ontario like yesterday. So okay. um, there's like a lottery system or some sort of application process. That I'll have to figure out later on. Um, yeah. But your your five year old's already got one dose and twelve's fully vaxxed. Yes. Any hesitation? No. <laughs> Not at all. I was <laughs> I was like, sign me up. Like, I mean, we we got ours in April. I mean, in, in New York City it was uh, you know, first like procedures and 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 first and like respond first responders, whatever. Yep. And um, you know, emergency worker, all that stuff. And then as soon as we, you know, regular people, um, got, you know, approved, like we were like, let we're doing it. That's it. No hesitation whatsoever. Like, and for my kids, no, none, none. And my daughter was a little bit, my, my son was a little bit like, he was a little tired at, towards the, like that night and a little like extra, like just kind of like lethargic, but nothing bad. And my daughter, she was a little bit like off, but not nothing terrible and even so even if she had had a you know a horrendous whatever no no hesitation she they're in a school I mean they they go to school in New York City where like when in Brooklyn where I mean it's very crowded like there's huh? kids everywhere it's, it's the teachers do an amazing job of doing like the three feet distance because now it's three feet not six feet um in New York City and but still like there's constant like my daughter's my daughter's class has had an exposure this over the weekend and she had to so, so basically we're testing her tomorrow. She's, she's got no symptoms, but we have to get her tested anyway. Um, but they don't have to quarantine, but like one of the five tables in her kindergarten is, is fully remote now because they have to be remote for like 10 days 
while because they because they were exposed to the boy who was you know um so that's how they do it now and i i why why would you risk just do it i mean you know you get you get the mmr you get the, the polio vaccines all of that is you, you, people don't don't question that anymore i i you know I, I sometimes wonder what our ancestors would react if we went back and it was like hey uh you know we got a vaccine for polio but there's a whole bunch of people who don't want to take it they'd be like what yeah. the fuck is going yeah, on can you imagine <laughs> My my mom like they were she was born in like the in 1950 and she uh she either has had a good friend or a cousin somebody who had polio and like that was around the time where it got like approved or like the the vaccines are and like could you imagine like what that's like a serious disease and I know people take COVID nineteen not not as seriously some you know some people um, but I mean it's 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 not it's not nothing you can't why risk it. And, and, and the long haul effects are very real right now as well. Um, and to your point, the people who aren't for it, they're just like everything else. They're a very vocal minority. Yes. It's like, they're like five, maybe seven to 10% of the population, but that they do not shut up. No, They walk and around with a megaphone, just yelling all of the damn time. And in my comments, in my, in my mentions on on Twitter. Oh my God. Every when time I, I post this, some, when I post this, somebody's going to come in with some hot take and always some always. some reputable site that they found on Facebook, right? And it's like, okay, yeah. you didn't pass grade eleven math. Uh, why are you now a scientist? Yeah, no, everybody's a scientist now. Everybody. Why not? <laughs> why not? It's, e it's easy to become a doctor. It really is. They're they're they call them wiki wiki scientists. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because you, you you can't change Wikipedia on your own. No, that's can't do that. It's 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 wild. It's a crazy time. Look, I, I'm fully vaxxed. Um, uh, my wife is. Uh, we have been chomping at the bit um, for the the five year old or six year old to get his vaccine. Uh, we've prepped him. He hates needles. Terrified. We got a flu shot yeah. on the weekend uh, because you know can't get stabbed enough. Um, so we got a <laughs> flu shot, and he freaked the fuck out and cried and whole nine yards and i was like okay cool that's done guess what hopefully in eight weeks you're doing this again <laughs> like, um and now i'm like okay i've got a two-year-old at home so i i still can't feel comfortable knowing that everyone in the house is vaccinated i know so it's like okay cool when can i stab my two-year-old this episode is brought to you by shopify forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to shopify the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let's yeah, bring that's it along here. Yeah, yeah. No, I know. It's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, the... Oh, yeah, we were when my son was was after like the two weeks after the two doses in the two weeks. And we were like, oh, now he's fully vaccinated. And then we're like, we look at 
my five-year-old be like, great. Now, you know, we have to worry about her. But like. Not quite. Can't go out for dinner yet. You need yeah. to get a shot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, people, people, luckily people in New York are like pretty good about masks. So we like, we have gone to dinner recently, like the indoor dining has opened up. And so we've yep. been doing a little more of that, but over the summer we did more like just outdoor stuff yeah. and, and we've been a little more lax. I mean, we have, because we're, we're all vaccinated, but like, we still, we're very careful with like, she wears masks to school. She doesn't complain, no complaining. She's great about masks. She, the other day she, we went to the park and, and it was like pretty empty. And she was like, no, but I have to put my mask on. And I was like, well, nobody's around. Like you can just swing in the swings. She was like, no, I have to. And like, she pulled it up and then she wanted a snack and she was like quick to like put it back up. And it's, it's amazing how she's come such a long way for that. Like when she was in the, God, when did this start? When she was in the threes and she was fully remote. And then anytime we had to like go anywhere, she, yeah. she refused. I mean, we didn't have to go to school, but like if we went to like anywhere, just down the street, anywhere, she hated masks. And now she's come, she's come such a long way. So it's amazing. My, I'm at the point now where my, uh, my two-year-old goes, ah, people, when he sees people, because oh. it's just like, we trained them not to go near them and give a wide berth. And <laughs> now know. that it's kind of like, okay, I'm like, I know. you don't it's have like to. whole generation. Yeah. Social oh anxiety God. for a whole generation of people. Like we grew yeah. up with it. We ended up inheriting it, uh, our generation. Uh, but our kids was like, okay, we're going to make sure you guys are anxious around people. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> we're going to make sure that you're nervous, you know, to talk to anybody. So. Yeah. And if you see someone cough, make sure you cry. Like it's going to just be. <laughs> crazy uh Gretel we're out of time uh I appreciate oh, wow. the hell out of this it goes by quick doesn't it yeah like when you when you start to have a, a conversation um it goes by really quickly especially when you're getting to know someone new which is my whole intention I love the fact that you took some time out and uh you agreed to do yeah, this yeah yeah no this was fun and I I owe a special shout out to CJ because I know she tried to kind of love convince her. you I know she's great isn't she, she? She was, she was trying to make me feel, I was like, I've never done this before. And she was like, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be approachable. I try to be nice yeah, about it. Yeah, you're very approachable. I would, I would recommend you to other parents for sure. Okay. Well, let's, I'm going to snip that as a clip. Uh, uh, okay. look, Snarky Mommy 78 Twitter, Instagram. Uh, she's awesome. She's on BuzzFeed. She's on Huffington Post. She's on the Today has anyone the no, I don't, show or the today parents the, or whatever, today parent, whatever. Uh, I know CJ said that Jennifer Gardner read one of her tweets. Has anyone yes. famous ever read one of your tweets? No, but I'm not bitter or anything. No kidding. Jesus Christ. I know. I know. CJ's CJ's more famous than I am. She's 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 she went viral. I think she's viral more, now. I think you have more more followers though. Okay, but just a little bit, and she's viral. So did care. you miss a part where she's viral? She went I viral. I don't care. <laughs> Uh, we'll try to get someone famous to read one of your tweets. Oh, okay. I don't have okay. anyone famous in mind, but let's see what I can do. Who the hell knows? Okay. All right. Sounds good. Use your connections. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talk to Jim <laughs> down the street and see what he's got in mind. <laughs> Carol, you're okay. a pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. God damn, that was awesome. <laughs> that was so much fun. Um, special thanks again uh, to Gretel, Snarky Mommy 78 Um just just a, a treat a joy to get to hang out and talk with and uh and continue to talk to um she and i have continued to, to talk since that interview and uh she'll be back that that's for certain in fact i might might be working 
on a big uh, roundtable show with some some pretty big Twitter celebrities. Just uh, you know, teasing it because we're trying to make it work. But uh, she's definitely in that conversation, so looking forward to that. Now, this is the part of the show where I normally would lead off with, which is a bit of a longer topic before we go into shit you may have missed and some quick hot topic uh, pop culture news. But we're flipping it around because the interviews, let's be honest, if you're tuning in just for the interview, you don't want to hear me for 10 minutes beforehand. So I'll give you what you want up front. That being said, CNBC posted this on their Twitter account this week that said 43% of adults say they've cheated on their partner financially. Now, financial deception ranges from lying to your partner or spouse about money to hiding things such as cash, bills, or a purchase, according to a new report. Only 43%? I do not know of a single couple that hasn't financially cheated, uh, according to this definition. (laughs) 40... Who hasn't said... Who hasn't who hasn't bought some shit and tried to hide it from their spouse? Uh, look, the, to me, there's all the, the definition is almost too broad. Hiding money, does that mean like you have a secret piggy bank that you put an extra five or ten bucks in, or is this like I have a separate family that I need to support? Two different things. Uh, secondly. <laughs> To say hiding bills. Hell yeah. Shouldn't have spent so much on the credit card last month. Need to hide that one and pay it before she realizes. We maybe forgot to turn off the water and let it run for too long. And now the water bill is a little higher than normal. Hide that shit. (laughs) In her case, in my household at least, it's, uh, it's diaper bags and strollers. I know strollers is a weird one, but strollers. Uh, she loves buying strollers. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, these things happen. Uh, so I can't tell you of one single couple. So uh, the other 67% of couples who say they have never financially cheated are full of shit. I, I, I want to hear from you on this one. If you have comments, uh, if you have... Uh, I want to hear your story about how you financially cheated on your spouse. So put it in the comments. Reach out to me on Twitter at that nerd dad. Those are the best two ways. And I would love to have a chat with you about how you financially cheated on your spouse. Because there's not a goddamn couple in the world that hasn't. Now it's time for shit you may have missed. And I'm going to kick it off with. God damn, I'm kicking it off with Chris Pratt again. <laughs> He's um he's becoming a much friendlier version of Ted Cruz for me cuz Ted Cruz kind of like gets the blood going but I seem to talk about him all the time. Chris Pratt is like holy shit, I'm talking about him again uh, and it's almost like I'm hate talking about him. So uh, a couple weeks ago, you may have heard me mention that uh, or you heard it somewhere else cuz maybe you don't get all your news from me. Uh, you may have heard that Chris Pratt has been announced to voice Mario in the upcoming Mario movie. That's being made by the uh, Illumination Studios, the guys who brought you Minions. Uh, 
And naturally, there was a bit of backlash because the internet is kind of sick of Chris Pratt. But not to worry, the director has come out and said, don't worry, he's not doing an Italian accent. <laughs> I mean, like I guess it makes it better. But um, I kind of would have killed to see this movie be a disaster because Chris Pratt kept going, It's-a me, Mario! I want us a pizza! Like, I would have loved to see that shit over and over again, but um, I guess we're not going to see it. Chris Pratt not doing a fake Italian accent to play Super Mario. Hmm. I still want to see it with the fake accent, and somebody's going to dub it that way, and I cannot wait for that. John Krasinski has joined the DC Universe as Superman. Sort of. He has... Uh, I'm going to reach for my notes here. Apologize. Uh, he's reached on... Reached on. He signed on. If this was a type of show where I would edit, I'd cut this whole take out. But I'm not. So you're going to hear me make mistakes. Uh, John Krasinski has signed on to play Superman. Uh, in DC League of Super Pets, an upcoming animated film, uh, you know, this is a fun fit. Uh, it's not the uh, Richards news that we were all hoping for regarding Fantastic Four and Marvel, but uh, it's nice to see John Krasinski making his way into the superhero genre. He's going to be a good fit regardless of the role. And I got to tell you, this uh, DC League of Super Pets has got an all-star cast. We are talking... The Rock, Keanu Reeves, Kevin Hart, Kate McKinnon, and Mark Maron. Uh, now John Krasinski and a whole bunch of others that I'm not going to rhyme off all their names. So stay tuned for that. That's pretty cool. Uh, John Krasinski, Superman. He's not quite strong enough. He's To me, he looks more like a... Uh, uh, who does he look like to me? Uh, the newspaper guy. the uh, Kind of like an old Spider-Man. I could see him playing an old Peter Parker. Oh man, that'd be fun. Okay, now I'm just rambling. Finally, Keanu Reeves says it would be an honor to join the Marvel Cinematic Universe. He would love to join the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and he says it would be an honor. Keanu Reeves, it would be an honor for Marvel to have you join. It would be an honor for them. Fuck those people. You do what you want, Keanu. Uh, we love you. And if you want to be in Marvel... You tell them. Don't say it would be an honor. Mar hey, you call up Marvel and be like, I want to be in a movie. You think they're going to say no to you? You're Keanu you're the You're the most beloved person on earth. It goes Keanu, Pope. So trust me. You're going to get in eventually. God, who doesn't love Keanu Reeves? Canadian. Canadian content. Shout out to my Canadian friends here. Uh, that's it. That's the show. I'm okay with the. I'm okay with the reformatting. I'm okay with it. Um, give the people what they want. They want the interviews. They like the way. They like the conversation and the uh, the learning from other parents and hearing what other people have to say. So I'm gonna give them what they want, and that's what we're gonna do. I want to remind you to uh, subscribe to me everywhere: Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, YouTube. 
it takes two seconds. I know it's a bit of a pain in the ass, but I really appreciate it. Trust me, I do. Um, I went on like a little diatribe yesterday on Twitter about uh, how much I appreciate it because I'm having discussions with people I have no business having discussions with about being guests on the show. And uh, there's mutual interest and uh, big things are coming. <laughs> and we're getting near the end of the year and I've already got guests lined up into the new year. And uh, it is phenomenal. So thank you so much for everything. I really cannot thank you enough. Also want to thank DeanBlundell.com, home of the Nerd Dad podcast. Um, God, he got me started, and uh, I thanked him recently too, uh, as an aside. And he said, "No, you know, you don't need to thank me." And he was all humble and it was all obnoxious. But uh, God damn it! Shout out to DeanBlundell.com for uh, kickstarting this whole process. Also want to thank Blue Microphones. Blue Microphones proudly sponsoring that Nerd Dad podcast. I think they've forgotten about me, but that's okay. I will promote the shit out of them every week because I sound good because of them. And uh, that's it. I've got uh, I'm, I'm, there might be a double episode next week. I'm not sure. I'm I've got two really big guests that are uh, I'm working with timelines on, and they might they might fall in the same week. And uh, then I've already got another guest lined up for the following week. Uh, so, and then I'm working on a big show to kind of end the year and maybe take a little Christmas vacation. So. Um, there is stay tuned man just stay tuned hit subscribe um and and follow along because this is onward and upward onward and upward um and i should have said this at the beginning god damn it if you're still listening at this point happy thanksgiving america happy thanksgiving we'll talk soon be well be safe it's time for my son thanks for listening damn do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast, NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holawati from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.